Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Memingless, because sometimes memes are meaningless. And if you are listening to this when it comes out, uh, we will be live at the Embassy Suites in East Peoria on January 6th at 9 p.m. If you're a fan and you're in the area, come by and see us. For our meme today, uh, we are going to start in the past in order to address a very current event. But I want to address something first. I have a different co-host today, uh, a guest an artist, and an awesome human being known as... Hi, my name is Brandy. Brandy. Hello. Or Brand Digital, if you want to check out some of her, her creations. So you want to introduce yourself? Say what kind of stuff you do? Uh, I'm Brand Digital Arts. I do all kinds of things, all sorts of digital type things, and also traditional art. Um, yeah, I don't really <laughs> know how to explain it other than that. Also very, very crafty <laughs> stuff, too. All oh. kinds of crafts. Yeah. All right. So, Brandy, my brand, Brand Digital, I have a meme for you, Okay. but it won't look exactly like a meme when you see it. It's just an image, but I would like you to explain what the image looks like for our listeners. Okay. Oh. (laughs) So, it is a couple kissing. One's in a wedding dress. One is in a tuxedo. And they seem to both be women, but I'm not judging what their identities are. So, yeah, there you go. All right. Well, uh, you seem to have caught on to that pretty quickly. <laughs> so uh, this is a uh, photo of a couple celebrating getting married. Um, they're on top of the Empire State Building. And uh, I have another seemingly unrelated image. Uh, this is a screenshot from uh, an opinion piece by Suzanne Vanker defending traditional marriage on foxnews.com. What you'll notice is that the article doesn't have an image, and where there would be an image is a broken link to a video that no longer exists. Okay. Just a black screen? Yes. Um, And the title of this uh, article is, To be happy, we must admit uh, women and men aren't equal. Yeah kind of a provocateur sort of statement. So uh, the uh, image that was originally used as the cover photo for this page was the couple that you saw in the beginning. They were presumably the poster couple for this article's defense of traditional marriage. Haruko? Get down. (laughs) Or at least don't rub on the mic. Uh, So the image that was originally used as a cover photo for this page uh, was that uh, couple that you saw at the beginning. They were presumably the poster couple uh, for this article's uh, defense of traditional um, marriage. And uh, I think you already nailed it. Maybe you could figure out why they no longer have that as their cover photo (laughs) for the article. I'm assuming one of them doesn't identify as a woman. Is that or, no? No. Okay. So, uh, all right. This was supposed to be an article for uh, the traditional defense of tra- ma- for oh, traditional marriage. Okay, so, it just looked like two people in love. Okay, so so somebody, somebody fucked up oh, okay. and thought that was a straight <laughs> <Whoops>. couple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they had that um, as their cover photo, um, and that it kind of ended up going viral because. Mm. Clearly, they thought that was a, an article <laughs> being like this. We need to save traditional marriage. And then yeah. it's not even a. And okay. it's a lesbian couple, yeah. So, <laughs> which is pretty hilarious to me. 
Um, now I can see why they chose the photo. Uh, the couple is very photogenic, um, and it's a great picture of a loving couple and they keep taking the step in their relationship. <laughs> um, and it, there was the article, it kind of reads that, uh, you know, if, if people would just stop this war on men, uh, you see, you could be as happy uh, as they are, um, you know, if it weren't for feminists. <laughs> At least people can't see me roll my eyes as much as I'm probably going to roll my eyes. <laughs> uh, too funny, though. I mean, hilarious. They have this uh, completely bigoted article, and the whole time they're using a photo of a gay couple and not realizing it, which is amazing to me. Um, so, swing and a miss for Suzanne, who wrote this article. But to give Suzanne another chance... Let's take. Uh, let's let her have another swing because she hasn't struck out yet. Uh, here's a quote from the article, which I might add that broken link is called "quote a war on men," but uh, I'll give her a ball on that one because I'm feeling generous. But here's a quote from the article: "It's time. It's time to say what no one else will." Feminism didn't result in equality between the sexes. It resulted in mass confusion. Today, men and women have no idea who's supposed to do what. Prior to the 1970s, people viewed gender roles as equally uh, valuable. Many would argue that women had had the better end of the deal. It's hard to claim women were oppressed in a nation in which men were expected to stand up when a lady enters the room and to lay down their lives to spare women life. When the Titanic went down in 1912, its sinking took 1,450 lives. Only 103 were women. 103. So, uh, on the Titanic, 1,450 people died, and 1,347 of them, uh, they were men. So, women had just fine. Sure, they weren't allowed to vote, but fewer of them died on that specific boat, so everything's okay, right? Isn't there like also like class di- differentiation? Like, yeah, that seems. I'm sure it seems kind of something to consider. I yeah, don't know. yeah. Um, and uh, so if we don't just take these numbers at face value, uh, you have uh 1,450 uh people dying according to uh, Suzanne Baker, and only 103 of them were women. It seems compelling until you take a, a look at some of the other numbers here. So the occupancy of the Titanic, I want you to guess uh, how many were men and how many were women. I'm not good at guessing numbers. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so a lot more were probably men because they have money. Well, um, so spouses, I guess. Turns out there were 1,690 men and 425 women. A lot of that has to do with the fact that a lot of that was crew on the boat. Mm, mm, yeah. <laughs> and the crew was probably not prioritized when getting them off the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, like a significant portion of the crew were men. And so they ended up dying. And well, whereas the higher class people, uh, often the wives and uh, women of um, stature, so when you're prioritizing the um, higher class people, they're not going to be part of the crew. And uh, so you end up with a significantly higher uh, amount of women. And yes, they were having uh, women and children get on the boats first. But uh, the 
proportion of men and women who were rescued were 338 men and 316 women. So it wasn't as if the men didn't take a significant share of the rescue boats. So Banker's example does not make any sense. I would like to address another thing in this piece. Uh, quote, prior to the 1970s, people viewed gender roles as equally valuable. Uh, many would argue that women had uh, b the better end of the deal. It's hard to claim women were oppressed in a nation in which men were expected to stand up when a lady enters the room. Now, there was a bit of etiquette in the good old days. You know, when men and women were treated easy, as equal. And this etiquette really showed the, uh, the value held for women. You see, you have to hit them in certain ways. <laughs> More modernly, uh, gentleman uh, Sean Connery put it thusly. I don't think there's anything particularly wrong in hitting a woman, though I don't recommend you do it the same way you hit a man. You don't do it with a clenched fist. You do it with an open hand. Remember that. You don't punch, you slap. <laughs> yeah, that makes Pull it a lot, hair. Makes a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> just, just charming. Charming all around. Um, and I know he's your favorite James Bond, so I apologize for bringing him up. <laughs> but uh, before we move on to the gay stuff, I want to address uh, one more thing about the uh, claim that was made in this article. Quote, prior to the 1970s, people viewed gender roles as equally valuable. To which my response is, okay, asshole, explain to me then why women weren't allowed to open their own bank account without a man present until 1974. How is that Equality. Like, how on earth is that equal? Because I would love to hear it. I'd love to hear Suzanne try to explain that one. But don't worry, men stand up when a lady walks into the room, so that makes up for everything else. Anyway, I will dig more into that nonsense when we talk about feminism. But for now, we're doing gay stuff. Gay. So, great news. I'm going to read a title of this article. Pope Francis authorizes blessings for same-sex couples. That's right, the Pope has now given his blessing for others to give their blessings to same-sex couples. So, cool Pope, gay people now have all the same rights as anyone else in the Catholic Church. The Pope is woke? That's right, the Pope got woke. <laughs> uh, and I can't, I can't wait to read into this because it's going to be good news from here on out. Let me read the title of this article from NPR. This is an article from December 18th entitled... Pope Francis approves Catholic blessings for same-sex couples, but not for marriage. Oh. Well, crap. Well, let me, let's read into this article here. Quote, Pope Francis has granted his formal approval allowing Catholic priests to bless same-sex couples, so long as they don't appear to endorse their marriage. Hmm. Ugh. So he's giving blessing. Oh, I'm confused. So uh, there's a, a post on Twitter um, from an apparently forward-thinking uh, priest named James Martin. He posted, quote, The Vatican's new declaration, Fiducia Supplicans, is a major step forward in the church's ministry to LGBTQ people and recognizes the deep desire in many Catholic same-sex couples for God's presence in their loving relationships. It is also a marked shift from the conclusion, quote, God does not and cannot bless sin from just two years ago. The declaration opens the door to non-liturgical blessings for same-sex couples, something that had been previously off-limits for bishops, priests, and deacons. 
Along with many priests, I will now be delighted to bless my friends in same-sex unions. I'm going to echo the sentiment that a lot of the comments on this uh, did. Nothing has fucking changed. Uh, they were like a huge <laughs> leap forward or a huge step forward. I'm like, maybe like a slight tiptoe, like yeah, yeah. kind of a yeah. tiptoe. Rhetorically. And like, they're not even actually doing anything. Like they're not, like they, they're just not being as big of assholes about it. You know, that's, that's as far as that goes. Like there's not. <laughs> so they basically kind of like, you can do that fine, but we still don't approve. So I'm just confused. A, okay, so we're going to get into some stuff about uh, the Catholic Church and marriage that really doesn't make a lot of sense. So, gay people can still not get married under the Catholic Church, and they're still going to be considered wrong or sinful. In fact, in, uh, in the Pope's declaration... Same-sex couples are referred to as irregular. And let me keep reading from this NPR piece. The Vatican stressed that marriage remains exclusively between a man and a woman, and any priest granting a blessing to a same-sex couple must avoid any form of uh, confusion or scandal that could suggest otherwise. So, so what do you think? What do you think so far? I don't... I just still don't understand it. So it's... Wh what was his original... I, I don't they can bless the couple. So they basically can be like, God still loves you, even though you're doing bad. And that's that, pretty it's much? Kind of kind of what it sounds like, yeah. Okay. Whereas before, they wouldn't even be able to like bless them that way? They're just like, yeah. nope. Yeah, they even. weren't even, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so Now you can come into the church and then be like told, you know, yeah. bad. <laughs> Whereas before, you have to stay outside of the church and be told bad. Yeah, you know? yes, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now you can come into the church and hear in person how bad you are. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so essentially, they want gay church members, but they don't want to give them the same treatment as hetero couples. Yeah, you can, quote, bless them and their relationship uh, to each other, but God for fucking bid, you even let the anyone think that you're accepting or endorsing gay marriage. This pronouncement sounds progressive on the surface, but it's the same prejudice crap that has always existed. They want the tithe, but they don't want to endorse gays getting married. We keep doing this crap to minorities everywhere. Uh, we don't want we want them to attend church and pay tithe, but we don't want them to get married. We want black people to play our sports, but we don't want them to have a voice. Uh, do you remember, shut up and dribble. How dare and, you speak? Uh, yeah, and uh. Essentially, what was going around on the internet was a bunch of white people saying, shut up and dribble. Mm. And to which a lot of people were telling them, it's like, that's that's basically like slavery. You know, they want the work out of you, but they don't want you to have a voice. <laughs> you know, And this is this we do the shit to minorities all the time. Like we want cheaper goods through migrant labor, but we want to pretend that migrants don't exist or don't deserve rights. Or and, that white people will do it. They won't. Yeah, they won't. <laughs> they won't. And, <laughs> they won't do and, it. And, and, and these uh, these companies have tried, it's you proven. know, and it's yeah. it's it doesn't it just doesn't happen. Um, but I wish people would break away uh, from this hypocrisy. Stop trying to hate your minorities and use them too. Uh, if you're going to be prejudiced piece of shit, at least wear it on your sleeve. 
Stuff like this declaration is just another way to perpetuate the status quo and to cling to our prejudices and look progressive with, uh, while kowtowing to the most closed-minded and exclusionary people among us. It's just another lie from the Catholic Church. I've known two gay Catholics in my life, and I hate to see them get toyed around with like this. Of course, bigotry uh, often excuses its stance based on various Bible verses. Uh, I saw this meme uh, being shared by some of these people that paraphrased a verse from Leviticus, and it reads, Do not lie with a man as one lies with a woman. That is detestable. So, ladies, you heard the Bible verse, give up on men. But <laughs> let's be real. The, the Catholic Church has no good reason to deny gay marriage. I, I know just a couple years ago the statement was that God cannot bless sin um, and that the Bible uh, declares homosexuality as sinful, but the Catholic Church has had the stance that divorce is a violation of, God, of God's law. Mm-hmm. And listen to how wildly hypocritical they are about this and how they find a way to dance around this issue by saying by not saying that they provide divorce but they do perform annulments okay it's like same thing well kind of don't worry catholic dot, catholic.com an organization dedicated to clarifying and defending the catholic faith uh, has an explanation of what the difference is between uh, divorce and annulments. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. I don't think you're ready for how stupid this is. I mean, I, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I know it would be dumb. All right. Go ahead. So a divorce and an annulment are similar in that they both are legal declarations that are necessary before one person can marry another. If either of them uh, had been married before and the former spouse is not deceased. But that's where the similarities end and the differences begin. Mm-hmm. A divorce is a civil uh, judicial act whereby what was a civilly valid marriage is officially terminated. The state makes no secret about its claim to power uh, to separate what was once joined. A church annulment, on the other hand, is an ecclesiastical judicial act whereby what was believed to be canonically valid marriage is declared not to have been one in the first place. So, so, you're not getting divorced because you were never married in the first place. (laughs) Okay, all right. (laughs) So we thought you were married, turned out you weren't. (laughs) Oh, you were never married. Yeah, yeah. You know all that stuff we did? Yeah, that didn't count. (laughs) Except, you know, if you stay together, then it counts. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's a good thing we don't have to do that messy divorce thing because, I mean, you were never married in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like the, it's like the religious equivalent of a safe state, you know, mm-hmm. on, a, like on a video game where you just like just undo it. Um, I'm sure it's just the same amount of paperwork, the same amount of things that you still have to go through with a divorce. <laughs> so you just got to maybe go into the church and be like, well, we're separating and then be like, you were never married, and then be on <laughs> oh, your way. <laughs> undo. <laughs> <laughs> Control the <D. laughs> But so, like, oh, they're, or they're Control in... <laughs> Z. My bad. <laughs> Control Z is what I meant. <laughs> uh, their their integrity 
regarding marriage is already in the form of treating it like a joke, essentially. Mm. You know, like when it comes to crap like this. So why is it so important to quote or quote protect the sanctity of marriage when it comes to their prejudices? You know, why it why all of a sudden like they can do this annulment thing where they just pretend it never happened in the first place, but homosexuals can't get married. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you're not protecting the integrity of anything. Like, you're already doing the, like, you are already doing the most you can to violate the integrity of marriage by just pretending it didn't happen. But you can't let homosexuals get married. Like, it doesn't, there's no, there's no sense in it at all. Like, they can create these uh, transparently hypocritical and flawed elastic loopholes. Then they can certainly find a way uh, to convince themselves that gay marriage is valid. And what makes me especially furious is when you hear these stories about priests encouraging abused wives to stay married to their abusers, yet insist on completely barring same-sex couples from getting married. Um, I want to read uh, this piece from the National Catholic Reporter. Um, This is an, uh, an article titled, I am a domestic abuse survivor. Parish priests must do more to support people like me. The actual experience of being both a church-going Catholic and a domestic abuse survivor is too often one of frustrated invisibility, listening to the homilies that you know are inadvertently pressuring people to stay in abusive and dangerous situations. Uh, Vague homilies warn against judgment, uh, state that we are all sinners, and imply that all sins are equal, and then turn that idea into a prescription for blanket forgiveness and forbearance. If you, quote, judge, you are a wayward soul unable to love your enemies. Domestic violence uh, experts say that abusive behavior is rooted not so much in anger and emotion, but in the abuser's belief in their right and power and primacy in the relationship. Abuse is a system of manipulation toward control over the partner in which abusers may use flattery, isolation, affection, violence, financial pressure, sexual assault, gaslighting, and yes, religious or spiritual beliefs. Frequently, abusers hold uh, psychological and culturally based value systems that reinforce their belief that they deserve both dominance and impunity in their, rela- in their personal relationships, even if they were never to say such a thing out loud. Our simplistic public discourse about family and Christianity sidesteps the magnitude of daily realities many parishioners are facing and fails to explicitly teach justice and equality in marriage. It also fails to call out interpersonal uh, cruelty in relationships as a sin. Those failures can make the church blindly complicit in abusive situations, even when such complicity disregards the justice and love described in the scripture. You know what? Also through that whole thing, there was no indication man or woman. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and and that's it, you don't know if that person that wrote that it could have been a man. So, it could have been so a woman. the the person who wrote this is a woman, but uh, she does actually mention in it that women aren't the only victims, and that mm-hmm. sometimes men are on the receiving end of abuse as well. Mm-hmm. It's a very clear headed and a very smart, and very well put um, article mm-hmm. on abuse and how the church often enables it and mm-hmm. uh, prescribes victims to stay with their abusers. Right. And uh, the way, like the way it was put, like it's just, uh, it's so clear-headed and it's so um, well delivered. And I, I think that 
more people should read this article if they're going to be members of the church, you know, or if they're going to be parishioners and or if they're going to be any sort of uh, part of the church hierarchy, because it's important. It's something really important to learn. And it's, it's a horrifying situation. Abuse is already a miserable and devastating situation, but for the church to be used to exacerbate it is another layer of hopelessness and fear. The Catholic Church often encourages people to stay in relationships like this, yet deny same-sex couples regardless of how, the, how well they treat each other, and it's infuriating to say the least. Now, I'm not religious. I don't fully understand why anyone is. But to the Catholic Church, you are lucky to have queer members at this point. Uh, for them to be LGBTQ and Catholic must mean they have a tremendous amount of faith. They are likely true believers, so please let them get married in the church. So what do you think? Covered a lot. Feminism, <laughs> gay marriage. Love it. I, it's just, I, I think, I the parts of the Bible that are used to defend prejudice against homosexuals are... Very adjacent to parts of the Bible that say you can't eat. It's very contradictory. Well, it's, like they're they're it contradicts itself. There's parts of the Bible that are very adjacent to those uh, same verses that say you can't eat shrimp. Mm. You know, like how about you guys? Too. Yeah, how about you guys give up shrimp too? You know, mm -hmm. and then also uh, one um, verse says that if you if your daughter has uh, sex outside of marriage, mm -hmm. uh, you have to stone her mm. on your own doorsteps yep let's do that like it's insane like it but then but like they gloss over all that stuff oh yeah you know that's all, that's all doesn't matter anymore yeah that's, well and, we'll and take then, those out also it refers to bats as birds uh it refers to whales as fish it refers yeah. to uh it says that um you can't eat uh like you know certain type certain time of year you can't eat any uh animal that chews its own cud including rabbits that have no cud. <laughs> mm. So it's like there, there's a lot of inaccuracies in the Bible that they just gloss over, but they want to hold on to this prejudice against homosexuals for some reason. Mm. And it doesn't make any sense. I guess there's no, there's no purpose behind it. You know, like it, like other than just being prejudiced. Yeah. But. They just want to be mean. Yeah. They don't like to see love actually be love. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> You know, I wonder. I wonder sometimes it's like if if uh, they're they're miserable in their own relationships. Oh you know, yeah, so they... 100%. <laughs> they hate then, it. They're then, gay. And then they're like there, there's nothing that, like there's nothing uh, in the Bible that says that priests can't get married. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a practice that started because they were afraid of women inheriting churches. Mm. Can't have the women in power. Yeah, God mm -mm. for fucking bid. You know, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, it's all about money. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's about all I have uh, right now. Um, I do want to go more into that uh, article and the whole their whole stance on feminism uh, because it is it comes from a complete nonsense place, and I could I could go on about that. Yeah, that's forever. a whole other podcast. Yes, that's a whole other one. <laughs> that, that's a whole other episode. 
Um, but thank you guys all so much for listening to the memingless podcast because sometimes memes are meaningless. Bobby will be back after the holidays. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for joining me. Yeah. Bye.